Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week, you're the California Pariah, Jonathan Charming, James, the Fat Man, Stevens. Hello. Rob, the old guy. From the world's famous Rob Charney Show. And holy shit, it's Ryan. <laughs> Welcome back. What up? Who the fuck is that? <laughs> what up? <laughs> oh, jeez. Welcome back to <laughs> 90s. So I have a... And people still say what up. Yeah, they do. Talking about. So I have the lightning round of famous <laughs> deaths coming up. So Got their nerve. Bring up your sound effects. So Ron Popeil, inventor and king of TV pitchmen, dies at 86 years old. He was famous for the saying, set it and forget it. Or those, uh, you know, it's almost the Ginsu knives. He had a bunch of products that I know a lot of people bought. Oh, and- yeah. He was the launch. He yeah, was the just, face. Just about every every college kid on the planet bought one of his things. Absolutely. It was up there with the George Foreman grill. Everybody owned one of those, and everybody owned one of those, like, weird rotisserie things or some yeah. version of Of course, he was way point. before George Foreman grill, but you're absolutely right. It was. Oh, yeah, no propel. Uh, good old Ronco, man. That yeah. shit was around forever. I heard the, the rotisserie thing I've heard worked really well. You just had to constantly clean it. Uh, well, anything that's going to rotisserie a chicken and cook it at the right temperature is going to splatter like crazy. So, yeah, absolutely have to clean it. But we never did that in college. You just kind of threw things in there and cooked it and then, you know, wait until you had a grease fire, throw it out and start again. The rotisserie was around from back then. <laughs> no. So ZZ Top of uh, bassist, Dusty yeah. Hill, dead Dusty. at 72. Yeah. yeah. And they just played their first gig without Dusty. Well, yeah. Um, but they, now, they were, they weren't, supposedly they were going to be on tour this year. And did they decide to go back? Because initially they said they decided just to shut down. I don't know, especially yeah, right. I having, you know. Since this is a news, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, you got to find somebody <laughs> who fits the band. I mean, I'm assuming there's going to be bassists lined up across the planet to play yeah. with them. Yeah. You know, all I thought when I heard about that is, I wonder if he's getting cremated because, and, and you know what, uh, I don't think I've ever specifically said where I worked, although, you know, probably wouldn't be too <laughs> difficult for uh, internet sleuths to find <clears> out. <throat> um, this... Is is simply just a joke of a thought, but I thought like, fuck, man, if I'm the crematory operator, I'm shaved dude's beard. I would be the <laughs> only guy on the planet Earth that knows what he looks like. Yeah, there you go. That's hilarious. Well, this imagine you, know, you could always make like one of those like uh, uh, beard toupees, and then you can have his beard after. Right. So yeah. anybody's <laughs> anybody's going to take I mean, his place has got to grow a beard, like right? It's like if you steal like a like a Rembrandt painting from a museum. <laughs> You're sure yeah. you can hang it in your house, but you can't really tell a lot of people about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Somebody comes over. What's that hanging over your mantle? It's in oh, your just, hidden just, room. Just, just ignore that. Damn thing. You didn't see nothing. No, yeah. it's paint by numbers. My 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 daughter did it. Isn't it amazing? So, <laughs> right. legendary comedian Jackie Mason and the Simpsons alum dead at ninety three. This is the dead show. This is the yeah, light episode. It it's the lightning round of celebrity Look, man, deaths. I just got out of work. I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> I got one more. Oh boy. Here we and go. I, I hopefully I don't butcher the Hopefully this is the better one. Out of Second, the uh, Gra- uh, Grant breaking bad and the lone ranger dead at 85. Uh, I didn't know he who? was second. Saginaw S A G I N A W Grant. It was the, uh, Who the hell is Saginaw so, Grant? Saginaw Grant was the Native American actor, has died. It was announced on his official Facebook page this weekend. He was 80, 85. Um, so it was Heavy Heart. Oh, Win- that dude. 
that dude's been old since I was a kid. <laughs> it was Heavy Heart. We announced the Warrior House called, uh, to see, where is, um, he was the hereditary, hereditary chief and medicine man of the Sac and Fox tribe, traveled the world speaking his traditions, his experiences, his sobriety, and, and, and his face as both a Native American and a Christian. And, uh, yeah, that dude has been ancient forever, man. <laughs> I swear to God, that guy was okay. born at 65. <laughs> There's some couple. That's of... not ancient. I've got news for you. <laughs> so, did you know the first sports bra was two jock straps connected and together? Wait. 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 That's a hell of a segue. That was. That was one I'm, hell of a segue. I'm, 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 I'm wondering why he's picking. He, he did all those, but then he doesn't bring up Joey Jordanson? I didn't catch that one. Oh, really? It's yeah. not, as not drummer. No, I didn't. Oh, no, I didn't catch that one. Yeah, he died at forty-six, like <gasps> last week. Oh, yeah, because didn't the uh, didn't he die because of something about um, his drumming style, or there was something? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, because well, I, you brought it up. You better better figure I, out what he why. Because <laughs> I read uh, I read somewhere now that you yeah, now that he, I. Remember, nobody has released his cause of death. Nobody's released it. I remember reading somewhere that he believed whatever disease he had or problem was, was because of his drumming was because of his something to do with Slipknot. Now that could be drumming, extracurricular activities. You never I know. I don't know if I believe any of that. I don't know, but I mean, John just went on this whole death tirade <laughs> and then doesn't even bring that up. I'm like, what the heck? Well, I did want to bum every, you know, did too, I know. too sad. Jeez. Come on. So the first sports bra was two jock straps. Meet the New Jersey woman who invented it. And the, so it's Lisa Lindahl isn't sure why she got kicked out of the Kimberly School in New Jersey in the late 60s, but there's a good chance that smearing chocolate cupcake in her friend Polly Palmer Smith's face in the hallway or letting. This is the reason I, I chose it, not only because it's a wacky headline, but it's such a run on like sentence. Yeah, I'm like, what the hell are you reading? I just thought it was hilarious when I saw it. It's like let's, it's it's, you know. Okay, so he went from jock straps to smearing cupcakes, at, at a, like a freaking like junior high. What the hell? Yeah, that's literally <laughs> what is going on here. That's literally the way the story went. And like, the show keeps going downhill from there. I, okay, I, I'm gonna drop it one more time. Oh, here we go. Quentin Last Tarantino one. says he stopped driving the quote pussy wagon unquote from Kill Bill because too many people would recognize him. My God, you could miss that guy if you tried because he's so freaking ugly. Well, it's not that. It's it's a bright yellow truck. <laughs> I don't care about that. No, no, it's truck. a it's a bright yellow truck with the thing pussy wagon on yeah. it. It's from one of his most famous movies. You could miss it. I know. I, I you know, I'd be happy to see the truck. I don't really want to see him. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. but I'm like okay, wait. He thought that driving the pussy wagon would keep him inconspicuous? <laughs> yes, yeah, apparently. Right. Whatever. It just fits <laughs> okay. along with his personality, you know? He just thinks he's God's gift, obviously, and the, he hasn't looked in God, the mirror lately. stop recognizing me? I'm driving the pussy wagon <laughs> Yeah, here. darn what it. That's, that's, my, that's my favorite thing about this article, because it says it's, uh, the thing about the pussy wagon is whenever I drove it on the freeway, everyone recognized it. It was me. He told Deadline, Ever I could, everyone recognized the pussy wagon, and that it would you know, be a change. If I'm driving down the road <laughs> and I spot the pussy wagon, I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. Somebody recreated the pussy that's wagon. That's right. And then I drive up next to it, I'm like, 
Oh no, that's the one because that's Tarantino. <laughs> like, yeah. that would be one of those. Like, I think I'm still asleep. Well, yeah. so this is my this you. Then the other three of us are more likely going to actually see that. Yeah, sure. uh, Ryan got the highest possibility of actually right. seeing it. And this is my, this is my favorite. Uh, favorite thing it's not a good ride for that he said it's cool and it's fun every once in a while to take it out for a sunday drive but i wouldn't run errands in it with a billboard that says pussy wagon mm-hmm. um, well he's talked for a while uh, uh about potentially i think he was on rogan not not long ago talking about how he wanted to um or he'd been approached by somebody he wanted to, somebody to approach him about doing a museum or like a, a traveling yeah, doing piece. The, like the, the rolling museum, like the, the, of all of his uh, uh, famous cars from all of his movies, because he really does have some iconic uh, uh, vehicles. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, not like Leno. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody like Leno. Not like what? Leno. Jay Leno. Said, not like Leno. Not like Jay Leno's, oh, yeah. well, you know, car collection. Like Not I said. like his car collection, but here's the thing is, how many of those cars would you associate with Jay Leno? You know, he's got a, a dozen ton? cars that I would associate with, uh, uh, well, I mean, if I saw yeah. a Stanley Steamer on the road, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> there we are. Yeah, you know who that is. That's well, Leno. Well, since I watched, I watched Jay Leno's Garage, his, his YouTube channel, I watch it every week. Most of the cars I see, if I was in Los Angeles and it was some sort of car I haven't recognized before, that's a chance there's a fat Scottish Italian guy driving it. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Um, yeah he's got a lot of really cool uh, cars, like Leno. My my favorite thing about his channel is like, oh, now we're at the Duesenberg section of the garage, and there's like thirty yeah, right. million dollars yeah. in cars sitting there. It's like there are not many collectors in the whole world that have a collection like Jay Leno. It's just unbelievable. I, I would love to say like, here's the car section of my garage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I just like to have a garage. My uh, my my garage is, is is storage. It's really what it's become. Yeah. Actually, no. Let me reframe that. It's 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 where we throw everything that eventually is going to get thrown away, and then one of us just get pissed and say we're doing a dump run. No. Boy, you you, you, yeah. you shut yeah. us all up on yeah, that your one. Your wife, I, your wife boy. is going to do a dump run. Huh? <laughs> uh, in my truck. Yes. <laughs> Hey, did you know that uh, California is not letting PC companies um, ship certain computers that don't meet California's energy requirements? So they're shipping them out of the state of California. Let me get this right. Are they they actually manufactured in Cali? Well, other than some of the chip manufacturing company you know actually made here what else is actually made here? dell won't ship energy hungry pcs to california and five other u.s states due to power regulations okay well that's i misunderstood what you were saying that's different so basically so basically because they don't meet when they there's don't, certain models of dell yeah let's just say this it's is dell the, in this it's, case it's right. the higher end models the really power hungry you know thousand watt it's the high end ones from everything See, i've read that's exactly why i built mine and I plan on getting a 700 watt uh, uh, power source. Yeah, well, I, I've I've literally built almost every computer I ever owned in my whole life. I've actually built, except for recently, except now, for the most recently. Just, just, because just to be fair, when I say built, right I mean some guy built it for me. <laughs> Pussy. Oh well, you know what is that? I didn't I, build the parts. Well, I, I just bought a bunch of parts and put it together. Yeah, like we've legitimately built <laughs> the, the, dozens. Yeah. 
Okay, so with that story moving on, did you know that one of my favorite people to talk about, Jeff Bezos, is temporarily not the richest person on the Wait, planet? Jeff Bezos, that's the guy that has the Schwanz rocket? <laughs> that's right. you mean You mean his wife is now, right? <laughs> her ex-wife along with the mrs gates well i'm going to get to that story too but but um mr bezos mr astronaut wannabe <laughs> which is another part of the story because he did not get his astronaut wings oh yeah well he didn't go high enough well no he went he went high enough the problem is that nasa changed the rules between uh sir branson's what? flight yeah, well, who make who makes an astronaut and who doesn't anymore nasa said we are in charge of that that's right that's exactly right <laughs> and they changed the rules between the two launches and bezos is out he didn't get his astronaut wings but also on the day that he launched uh amazon lost over seven percent of its valuation yeah because everybody was hoping it would blow up in midair <laughs> yeah it actually had to do with uh, less than an anticipated second quarter growth Unfortunately, he took enough blue pills. He went right. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, <laughs> so base Bezos, <laughs> however you want to do it. Yeah, the poor guy, he's, he's, he lost his title. It'll come back strong. I'm sure knowing him, but then of course, Bill and millennia, millennia, Melinda, <laughs> that's like another generation, right? Did Bill marry? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Bill Gates and Trump Melinda wife? French Gates are officially divorced as of today. He pulled, he, well, no, what he did is he pulled a Trump and found a woman that has close to my, his, his ex's la name. <laughs> That's right. Ah, okay. Let's there keep all go. M's and close to the, you know, when you call it out in the middle of the night. It matches the monogram bed sheet. That's right. You don't have to get. Anyway, yeah, so there, so Bill is also, you know, although still one of the richest men in the world is lot less But he's rich. on the market now. Lost, <laughs> yeah. I, I have a feeling there's going to be a line of 24-year-old supermodels, you know, just, just uh, somehow, you know, going, Mr. Gates. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. I think his kids might interfere with somebody younger than them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. That. A, uh, I got a I got a random question for you guys. I'm taking a poll. Uh -oh. Forty two. Um, Ron Jeremy. Well, I'd answered two other questions, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but unrelated to, to my current topic. No. Um, what is what is your guys's opinion slash policies on um, the the level of friendliness you are to your immediate neighbors? <laughs> I've seen my neighbor once and almost got in a fight with another one. I say hi. That's about it. I, uh, okay. Neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit, uh, 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 where you are. That's, um, that's you're, you're a shit. Actually, if I had to take a guess from your actual house, what it's gotta be a hundred yards to your next neighbor. Um, uh, no, it'd be more like 500 yards. Is it that much? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and of course I always went along with good fences, make good neighbors. No, good acres make good neighbors. And, and, and well, no shit. that's the other way. So, so Un unlike me, that's who was always been my general policy. So I've lived in an apartment building for a long, long time. Um, didn't grow up in one, but just, just have, you know, since I moved out of my folks house, I'm not exactly, you know, living in the burbs anymore. 
Um, but I did luck out and only got like the little four banger kind of four unit apartment, um, two on each side, stairs up the middle, you know, and <clears throat> I, I've always had this general policy of like, Hey, look, I'm friendly to my neighbors. I will, I will say hi. You can call me, uh, you know, knock on my door if you need me to move my car. Um, you know what? Even, even, uh, call me up. Hey, there's a package on my front door. Would you mind stashing it for me? That is about the extent I will go for a neighbor. Anything beyond that, I honestly don't even want to know your name. And, and the reason I'm, I bring okay. this up is I'm because perfectly fine outside, with all that. Yeah, currently outside, there is one of my neighbors that is screaming help because this drunk bride decides to lock her out of the damn gate, lock herself out of the damn gate just about every day. <laughs> We've got a lock on the gate because people kept leaving it open. People's cars, you know, all of a sudden you go back and, and you see somebody like in your carport, you know, looking into cars and, you know, we've got to chase a couple of people off from time to time. So the, the landlord throws a gate up and says, hey, listen, new, new policy. Everybody lock this gate. All right, cool, man. Let's a little bit of a pain in the ass. I'm going to get out of my car. I can't just, you know, leave and, you know, whatever. Uh, but, you know, not a big deal, really, when it comes down to it. So this, this lady cannot understand the concept of take a key with her. <laughs> and so, like, I, at this point, I'm still listening to her yell. I refuse to go down. I've, I've opened the damn gate enough. <laughs> so you don't exactly live on uh, Rodeo <laughs> Drive there, do you? Rodeo? Did, did you turn yeah. the music up louder? No, I'm on the, I'm on the <laughs> wrong side of L.A. <laughs> <laughs> You should have just turned the music up louder when she started doing that. Yeah, yeah, really. <clears throat> like, sorry, I'm listening to Led Zeppelin. I love this part. <laughs> <laughs> Yell louder, I can't hear you. <laughs> or or the ZZ, oh, ZZ Top. Sorry, too much bass. I'm morning dusty. What? Hold on. Hmm. Well, so... So, uh, I, when I when I was uh, in college, I lived in a, I lived in an apartment for. Oh, thanks, thanks for that. Yes, it was a, a bit ago. Uh, I to help pay my rent, I volunteered to be manager of the building, and I learned basically from that experience to never live in an apartment building again. <laughs> it was literally, it was awful. I mean, it was the now worst I've got thing. A, I've got a really interesting question for you, Rob. Now, you said right. volunteered. Yeah. Now, well, was it volunteered or out of necessity? Mm, I was broke. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah it was, I wasn't volunteering. <laughs> no, you can you can still volunteer out of necessity. Yeah. It is a thing. You're saying yes, I'll yeah. do this. Well, you know, it wasn't. It was you know. I, I, I need a. I didn't volunteer for Vietnam. <laughs> I didn't volunteer for Vietnam either. So I did. You know, but anyway, yeah, I ate that. So living in an apartment building and having neighbors is not something that uh, that I ever want to repeat again. Huh? I've, I've had some interesting experiences. I've got two or three, technically. One places I lived, actually, I think two places. I think there were women of ill repute there. But my last place I lived in, this woman at midnight, right next to her trailer and her Cadillac Escalade, would stand outside. Her the, trailer and her Cadillac Escalade. I must, yeah. What were you living in a? 
I was looking at a duplex. <laughs> oh, okay. And I'm trying to figure you talking about trailers and that brings no, up a different... No, it was a duplex. Basically, there was a house, <laughs> different image. there was a trailer, and there was a black Cadillac Escalade, and she was standing out in the middle of the night in a short short skirt, high heels, and no, basically no shirt on. And, you you know, I, I can't sleep, so I'm up at the middle of the night looking out. It's like, what is she doing? And just, she's shivering. It's like, the the, the, sh- the, the guy in me is like, okay, I want to... The gentleman's like, give her a coat. And they'll realize, wait a minute, she's picking up somebody. Somebody's picking her up. I'm not going to, I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> okay. Next door. Yeah, no, she, she was a, <laughs> she was a whore. one. I take it. And, um, the second one was, I almost got in a fight with my neighbor over a cat. And it's, it's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious story. Cause my cat got out and you know, he, we would let him out during the day, let him in at night. He preferred it. Otherwise, sometimes he just wasn't particularly happy. So, or vice versa that. So he, I guess his cat was toothless, clawless, aged, and outside. And it would start fights with my cat, who was incredibly young at the time. And it would beat him up. So instead of the guy saying, hey, your cat hurt mine, we need to settle the bill. It's like, oh, okay, no problem. One day I got home after taking like two and a half hours to get home. So I was already exhausted and pissed off. And he comes marching down his driveway, like Teddy Roosevelt in San Juan Hill and tries to start a fight with me. And I, I just finally lost it and started screaming at him like an idiot. Um, like I belonged on people at Walmart. <laughs> and I just finally just started shouting random shit on him. It's like, and, and then finally I said, you know what kid I have, I just don't want to deal with you. And this dude's probably 60. And he says, kid, why don't you come here, fight me on my property? And I'm like, no, fight me on mine. He's like, you know, no, I'm not going to go on your property. I can sue you if you you punch me on mine. Yeah. And that's afterwards I realized (laughs) that was probably the most immature moment I've had as an adult (laughs) was I almost got, I almost got in a fight with my neighbor over Over a cat. cat. It's like, well, I, that, that, that's a... That's a cl- a crowning achievement, and he's a kind of a nice guy. I mean, I don't actually have any issues with him, but he he told me he had a, a thyroid issue that made him mean. It's like okay, I mean, if if whatever it takes, let's, man. Let's I just, Google that. Is this a known issue? I guess if you don't that's take you. your medication, that's that's. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Well, this is going to get pulled. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell that is. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure about what the hell that was either. It was apparently Rob is trying to take us all on the magic carpet ride. That's or right. I don't needs more sitars. Jeez. Why? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. My computer tends to do things on its own. Here oh, I just remember trying to record the show and do other things at the same time. I just remembered one when I my my old you condo. got another one. I do. All but right, this one I, that, I remember a condo, and across the condo was this this lady. Um, and her kids. And I remember this, this, this lady coming up asking for something at one point in time in a very short shirt and outfit. And she wasn't particularly attractive. And then after that, I remember her always sending her kids like every other week for stuff. Do you have a stick of butter? Do you have this? Do you have that? Never thought that happened until I started being bummed for flour. Was she one of your Walmart customers? No, actually she could have been. She, I have a feeling she had a substance abuse issue. Oh, well. Wouldn't she go for Ajax over everything else? I mean, those in Cheech and Chong. (laughs) (laughs) 
is turning That's blue. Right. <laughs> oh, <geez>. So, <laughs> what movie do you think Arnold Schwarzenegger loves the most out of all the ones he's ever done? Kindergarten Hopefully Cop. That was a tie. Okay, what? I think Ryan said True Lies. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan and said. And John won with Kindergarten Cop. Yeah. That's his favorite movie that he's ever done. Really? It's not a tumor. Not wrong movie. Yeah. <laughs> None of the Terminator ones either. Oh yeah, no, that was the. That was the one where he got uh, pregnant. Uh, twins. No, it was wasn't it? No, 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 no. Kindergarten Cop was because the the he said he got a headache and the kid said uh, maybe it's a tumor and he yelled back at yeah. him. It's not a oh, tumor. you're you're right. It's you're not right. a tumor. Yeah. I you know I was thinking of all those movies. I, I mean, I kind of liked Kindergarten at that f- Cop at first, but, I mean, it's not that great of one. I mean, I think it's probably because he worked with the kids. That was probably why he liked it so much. I would have thought it would have been one of the Conan movies, because that was kind of what really kicked off his, his career. Was but that Con- doesn't make, mean that's a favorite. I mean... But that was the one that made him famous. Well, made, it, made yeah, him famous made and him famous favorite. Doesn't even this, yeah. yeah, two different things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm, I mean... Kindergarten Cop is kind of a fun movie, but I mean, not it's not one I, that I like watching every year or anything. I don't know. So, do you know what Sylvester Stallone's uh, most hated movie he ever did was? Mm, I would have to probably say the all um, of them. No, 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 Death Race. <laughs> Stop, or my mom will shoot with a Getty. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. that's his least yeah. favorite. Yeah. Because oh. Schwarzenegger got him to do I it. I could see that. Oh. Schwarzenegger, apparently Schwarzenegger, uh, there's, he talks about in an interview how Schwarzenegger basically uh, joked him into, pranked him into doing the movie. Ah, that's good. <laughs> it's, it's, I actually like the movie, not like, oh, that's, that's watch it every week, but it's, it's hilarious. Hmm. Mainly because you're watching yeah. a golden girl shoot a gun. <laughs> that's yeah. the reason I like it the most. <laughs> Otherwise, if you if you've never seen Golden Girls, the movie is awful. It's the context is key. Yeah, okay. So you would understand it more. I uh, I'm going to finish up my space theme that I, that oh, I started okay. talking about. Okay, I got one more here. So Boeing Starliner spaceship is going to attempt to launch here tomorrow uh, after a botched attempt flight uh, to the International Space Station in uh, 2019. And the whole reason for their missed uh, orbital flight on that was that uh, their clocks on the ship were off by 11 hours. Okay, They were set 11 hours ahead of schedule, and it messed the whole thing up. And I was reading the announcement from NASA. NASA. So, okay, so Boeing screwed up because of clocks, right? So the NASA spokesman comes out and says, now's the right time. This team is ready to go. The vehicle is ready to go. And she goes on and on and on. And I had it say, what's the irony of they didn't work the first time because of clocks. And now she says, it's the right time. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the, that's the way my brain works. <laughs> and, and now I just, the news. You know? <laughs> so, oh, uh, SpaceX Booster 4, they put 26 Raptor engines under it on the new Starliner. And it's supposed to have like a max of 32. Which is supposed to be stronger than I think the Mercury rockets that launched Apollo. That was five. Wait, what? No, the, or Saturn was it Saturn, Saturn fives. Five. Yeah. So the 
SpaceX, I think it's the Starliner or whatever they call it. It's the basically the big silver tube. Um, they put 26 Raptor engines on it. Apparently they did it overnight or something close. Hmm. So they gotta, they're trying to get permission to launch it soon. But the FAA and uh, SpaceX are kind of having a battle because they don't like, uh, FAA doesn't like how fast SpaceX has actually been launching rockets. Because SpaceX would do it every day if they could, and they're having issues with that. And they're also wanting to launch out of Boca Raton or whatever they are. And they no, don't they're like in Texas. That. It's uh, Boca Chica. Boca Chica. And they don't Texas. like that. And they don't like that either. Well, Elon says tempted to buy out that whole town, the whole city, whatever they call it, so that they can launch it any schedule they want. But because there's still residents there that are holdouts, he's not able to do that. He should just buy the street and put tolls. Well. He, they, you know, there. There's a couple of, of reasons besides the street situation and the homes that are nearby. Also, that they can't launch unless the whole downrange uh, ocean area is cleared, and so that causes another problem. There's a lot of logistics involved. Part of the reasons that they're looking at launching from uh, an oil platform. You know, they're they're busily building that right now so that they can be out in the middle of I, the area. I did hear. FAA, one of the government people said, yeah, that's not going to be enough. They're basically, they're basically that alluded to, yeah, we're still not going to allow them to launch whenever they want. There's something about the environmental impact of rocket launches. Oh, okay. Could be. I don't know. I know. I thought it was interesting. I love the fact that Elon Musk is getting in a fight with government agencies. Well, that's nothing new for him. I know, but I it, I think it's actually healthy that somebody who has a ton of money can actually battle and try to get some of these regulations to be modernized. I mean, if they're they're if NASA is basically farming out rocket design, it's time that you you know they need to give up some of the reins a little bit. Right. Gonna have to elect the right. I don't people. see that doing it. They're not going to do that. No, not at all. So somebody got a funny story. We got so we got we got to go into our commercial into our our advertisement with something that's a little bit more amusing than talking about Elon Musk. Even though his uh, last name is amusing. Right. I find the whole so, thing amusing. So, have you heard that uh, ice worms are emerging from the Pacific Northwest glaciers? Ice worms? Ice worms. Yeah. No. They're like black looking worms. They were first discovered in 1887 on Alaska's Muir Glacier. And now they're been spotted in coastal glaciers in Alaska, British Columbia, Washington, and Oregon. Crazy. And now they're finding out that there's a bunch of them just coming out more and more. And they're like black. They look like they look basically like kind of like little mini eels that keep coming out. And instead of, uh, you know, they're supposed to be akin to earthworms, but instead of going through dirt, they go through glacial ice, eating snow algae and bacteria and anything else they can find in there. I wonder if they bite like, like a hookworm. I don't know. First time I heard the story, I was sitting there thinking, like, is this going to be like some like prehistoric worms that are coming out? I don't know. But apparently they've been around for a long time. And talk, I've never heard of them. Yeah, I've never heard of them. That's surprising. You thought that would be something that would be mentioned in some sort of random science show, you know? Unusual yeah. creatures. 
and talk about coming out in unusual creatures. This is a horrible segue. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Sorry, Audacity. Today's show is brought to you by Audacity. The gamer dignity is overrated. Go to O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. That's O-D-D-A-S-S-I-T-Y.com. Pick up a card game from this website or selected stores. That's Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. And do me a favor, check out their website. They're adding new places you can pick up the, their game as fast as they can. So make sure you go to Audacity.com and see where you can get them near you. So, you know what amazes me? The 1960s was like when rocketry and space was really in, the 50s and 60s. With all of this happening with Elon Musk, Bezos, and, and uh, Branson, nobody's paying attention to it, really. Like, I'm into it, but nobody else, really. You don't see it all over the news. It's not, that surprises me, you know? It's not part of the, 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 the mythos of modern society. No, like Branson's was. thing was heavily covered. Yeah, but I don't know anybody who talked about it. Like, I don't know many personally who's not in. Well, you know. shit, man. How many real water cooler moments are there anymore where everybody's <laughs> actually watching the same shit? Good point. That's true. Good point. Yeah. yeah. Since I could make this all about NASA, um, what was it? All uh, about NASA. Blue Origin apparently was getting mad that. Uh, I don't remember the specific details. Got mad that SpaceX won an award, and a judge told. Uh, uh, told Blue Origin, which is Bezos' company, too bad, so sad. Because Bezos has something in it for uh, Elon Musk. He's trying to copy Musk as much as they can in certain elements. Apparently, there's a Blue Origin engineer that said nobody can cop really copy SpaceX's chaotic um, uh, cycle of uh, inventing. It works for SpaceX, well, but it wouldn't work for anybody else. Scientists. <laughs> this is true. They're not doctor uh, a doctor evil like Musk is. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> this is why I'm generally I, fine with anything Elon Musk ever wants to do. Just you know, keep being a mad scientist. This is the closest thing to science fiction <laughs> I ever thought. <laughs> yeah, it's our, our real Tony Stark. Let's let's just hope he drinks less than Tony Stark did. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, in the comics, he drinks quite a bit. No, I mean, oh, yeah, no, that's the one thing that I that I was kind of sad they they left out. Although they did give him some some demons, um, so I was I was fine with that. But uh, he was a major alcoholic. Oh, hey, talk about um, the most interesting thing in Disney. Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney and Disney Plus for releasing the the Black Widow standalone movie at the same time as in theaters, causing her to actually make less money. Well, it had to do with the, the streaming. So, yeah. so what her lawsuit talked about was that um, she gets a percentage of the net from the, the all the screenings so like in movie theaters. Like 6%, something right, like Right, but that. she gets nothing out of the streaming. Yeah. And she said that was not her understanding when she signed to this con contract that they were going to stream that movie. So she got nothing out of all the money that they got for the, the streaming fee. Now, here's the thing that I, the way contracts work, if it wasn't specified or there's no wiggle room, I don't see Disney or anybody else making some sort of wiggle room to slipstream a streaming option on release day. Because that's up until COVID, that's never happened as far as I'm aware, we're on release day. Um, no, they have definitely made some... Uh... <laughs> some deals that that were very unheard of uh what gets released on hbo 
um, Disney and all those things has been a really weird thing. Now, hopefully, and I didn't, I didn't look anything into this. Um, hopefully, her uh, lawsuit might have. Uh, hopefully, again, has something to do with. Hey, look, it's not just me who's out of money over here. There's a lot of people who worked on this that were, you know, that, that should be able to make something, but we can't because these dummies. But here's the thing, you know, two rich people want to sue uh, each other for, hey, you, you screwed this deal up. Okay, fine. You know, it's not a rich person suing a poor person for, you know, some perceived insult or, or, uh, you know, lack of money on the back end of something. So her going after Disney, who gives a shit? You know, pay yeah. her out. Like, I know everybody's looking at it like, oh, gross celebrity things. But it's like, yeah, but she's not she's not suing the ASPCA. You know what I mean? She, she's going after Disney. It's I would say it's more like a rich person going after John D. Ro- John Rockefeller, you know, just because Disney is so filthy rich. I, I do think personally that I think this is this is going to be an important case because apparently um, there's a number of celebrities who are pissed at Disney that they're saying it was a gendered attack. Their their response back was a gendered attack towards her. Um, but but besides that, I think this is going to be a big deal because companies now are trying to keep as much profits as they can, and I think if they're going to start trying to chase out, you know, to uh, to back do uh, do stuff like this is kind of because it's kind of a backdoor release, really. By by streaming, by allowing streaming, streaming, yeah. Because if there's no deal set forward <clears throat> now, if I was Scarlett Johansson or if I was um, The Rock, I would say, okay, I want six percent of this and I want six percent of that because it's thirty dollars and apparently you get it for the lifetime on Disney Plus. Because I asked a friend of yeah, mine they, who did it. Yeah, they were talking about uh, that The Rock might be going after Disney over the Jungle Cruise because of the same thing that Johansson is dealing with. So I would be pissed we'll too if it's, you know, cause the Avengers is a guaranteed is supposed to be something that's a guaranteed money maker. And if you're, if you, even if you lost like 50% or say 10%, that's still a huge chunk of money that you're not getting from, you know, 6% or whatever she's getting off the top of the sale. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I, I, I kind of agree with Ryan. It's like, boohoo. Uh, you should have been thinking about that. I mean, especially with the way that COVID's going on. You, I mean, you really think you're going to be getting a shit ton of ticket sales right now? Yeah. That's kind of where I'd be at. No, I, I actually don't blame you. I blame her either or Disney, but I, I am surprised. And I, I probably shouldn't that Disney didn't come up, say, come up to the celebrities, the people who had those deals and say, look, this is what we're doing. We'll cut you a check off a percentage of the, the whatever they call it. Was it the premier access? Like, so uh, well, well, you have to have Disney plus yeah. first, and then you have to pay the, the $30, the, the $30. So I'm surprised Disney said, look, we, we will cut you a 1% of all of this. Cause there has to be only the major stars get a, a net cut. Right. I don't see that being every, well, like, yeah, it, it all depends on how their agent is able to work in the, you know, the percentage of which way they want to go. You want to get paid up front. Is this movie going to be a hit? And you you think it's going to be a hit? And you want to be paid at the back end? You know, that's how Robert Robert Downey Jr. made so much money. Is he was such a risk? Like we're just going to give you, you know, the percentage. Um, yeah, and he was totally fine with that. Well, yeah, because this is the only way he was going to get back in pictures because he basically burned all his bridges. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, well, I mean, what an incentive <clears throat> for, for, for him for that movie to do well. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure they looked at it that way, too. The, you know, the makers of the movie and the showrunners are, sure. are all saying, hey, you know, this is... Like, hey, behooves you if you do well. And right. That's, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually kind of a smart way to put it. <laughs> I, I am... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I do wonder... Because COVID now, if, if, say, COVID lasts another year or two, what are, what are they going to do? Because theaters... You know, theaters won't be filled for a long time. This is going to affect their bottom line. And the fact that if this goes too long, SAG's going to go after them. And if you if you, you piss off all the Hollywood guilds, Disney is going to basically stop. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Of course, this could end up in courts for the next 10 years. I mean, we don't we don't know where this is going to come through. And maybe by that time, you know, they'll go back to normal. I'll say, uh, having been in the... Once a week, I've been going to the movie theaters, and uh, they're they're still virtually empty. Well, here here's my thought. So. My my thought is, say if SAG and uh, there's another one, basically say, okay, Disney, you're done, and for the next ten years, Disney cast to use scabs, but pretty much any mainstream yeah. actor will never like they cannot do Disney. That would kill Disney. Right. So I am curious. Kill Disney. Well. Yeah, it would hurt Disney. It would hurt Disney's bottom line. They have a lot of, sure. they have a lot of back catalog. <laughs> put it. Um, but I would be curious to see what would happen. I, I doubt they would do that over Scarlett Johansson, just because one person. But if you get enough people, enough big stars, I bet this could get nasty. Um, I can see Star- Scarlett Johansson having some pull with some of her friends and things like that. I mean, she's got to ma- made some good connections through all the Marvel shit she's done. Well, no, I, I, and I don't mean to make it sound like I'm just saying, Oh, Scarlett Johansson. I'm just saying, cause it's a single person, no matter yeah. how big you are, it's a single person. Now, if you get Scarlett Johansson, if you get the rock, if you get some of the other people who, who are not getting paid, I could see if you get a giant cast, uh, swap of swatch of cast members, I could see them sag going, okay, we got enough members here that are pissed off. Maybe we need to vote to strike. Yeah, they've done that before, so it's quite possible. Sure. Uh, I know, it's interesting. And and the other reason, one of the reasons I'm talking about stuff like this, because all you read now is doom and gloom. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of fun to talk about something that's not. Like, apparently Amazon's extremely expensive Lord of the Rings TV series is going to come out in 2022. On and you have to have premiere. Which one is it? Lord of the Rings TV series? Yeah. Lord of the Rings, the TV show. Yeah. It's really it's, it's on Amazon, right? It's on Amazon Prime, which means I'll have to I'll have to pay for it somehow <clears throat> to, to get it. No, yeah. you can't use my Amazon we were, Prime. We were talking about this a while ago. You can ago. use anybody's Prime. Amazon Prime. Amazon doesn't care. <laughs> um, hey, because originally I, I was just reserving the right to give them shit. Originally, it was <laughs> I heard it was somewhere around five hundred million dollars. It's supposedly an extremely expensive TV show. That's a pretty expensive TV show. Well, there's no there's no fear anymore like there used to be about putting together some incredibly expensive show like that. Uh, now, here's the funny thing is I don't know how they're making all that money back. I don't know if that comes in the uh, in the way of um, you know advertising dollars the way that it used to. I mean, obviously it can't, but I, I don't know how they're how they're able to pull that off. Honestly, merch, DVDs, uh, uh, I mean, video sales. Merch is, is, 
Well, I mean, consider how popular the movies are. The, the TV series by probably just by default is going to be popular, at least in the beginning. So the question, I guess, is how did Game of Thrones make its money back? Because I'm assuming it's going to be similar. Is it going to be amount of eyeballs on it? Well, it was an extremely popular series. Extremely yeah. popular. So my, my assumption is there's enough Tolkien people or whatever they actually decide to, to name themselves that love Lord of the Rings. Because there's a Lord of the Rings subreddit that I go to all the time. Just amazing what people discover about the series. So <laughs> there is a ton of... This, this could be, I don't know, like a five-year series with a ton yeah, of information. Yeah, but it, it better be good with all the nerds out there. This is true. It better you, be you, accurate. Now, being good, yeah. you'd have to say where the movie's really good. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So, but accurate. See, no, this is the thing. Peter Jackson got away with murder and a, and a few things in the stories just because the time he, he allotted, which is still three hours per fucking movie. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to be pretty dead on exact to have this be remotely good. I don't know. I mean, you guys... Yeah. And is there anything you guys are interested? I mean, I like the books, but I just I'm I don't know. I'm not gonna like jump out of my seat for the show just to I don't know. I want, I'm not that excited for it. I want it to be good, but it's like I'm not like dying to see it either. I want to see it, but however, I am not looking for the year and a half of Frodo Baggins. <laughs> you know the 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 journey well, to Casa Doom is you know and him whining. It's definitely not going to be that. Uh, it's probably going to take place old age or, you know, uh, beginning of Mordor or something like that. I thought it was supposed to be, and you know, I actually don't know. I need to look it up. I actually thought it was supposed to be retelling the Lord of the Rings. If it was more of a back of prehistory. Oh, I don't think it's, I no, I think it's, oh shit. Unless I'm thinking about the, uh, Game of Thrones one where it was to kind of go prehistory. If it was prehistory, that would be amazing because there's a lot of content that most civilians haven't read. I haven't gone through, was it the Soul Marilyn or whatever it's called? Marillion? <clears throat> yeah, I've never read it. I've always wanted to, just never had time. Because it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's been one of those on my list forever. I know James has read it or at least owned it. James? I, I didn't hear what he asked. Have you read the Silver? Oh, do you do you own the? And I can't recall if it's the Silmarillion or the Silmarillion. 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 You you own that book, don't you? Uh, yeah, I, I do. It's been a long time since I read it. I was like thirteen or so when I read it. Yeah, don't oh, worry. Yeah, there will be a quiz. It was like so. It's basically all just <laughs> little. It's basically all those notes like compiled into a book. Yeah, so it's about. it's a really freaking boring ass read. Yeah, it's it, it, yeah, I've always heard it referred to as the Hobbit Bible of this Hobbit begot this Hobbit and this Hobbit begot this Hobbit <clears throat> and then there's the elves and the the the, the yeah pretty much the hell of the, uh, I can't remember ever remember what the wizard's race is. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, I mean it's basically that, but it's like, I mean there's interesting little tidbits in there, but. It's like not enough that it ever stuck in my brain, you know, 20 years later. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Not that great <laughs> of a book. It's been a long time. 
Yeah, I've I've heard if you're really into Tolkien, it's good. If you're if you're not really into that particular universe, it's not really the book to you to read. But that makes sense. I, I know. What's that? I was at the time. I was pretty into it at the time, but not as I got older and older. He grew a brain. No. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'd, 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 he'd have to prove it. And Show then me. I had to go to the bathroom and I lost it. That sounds about right. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> is there any, is, I, is there a, a person who hasn't actually watched movie a movie in a very long time? Is there anything coming out that you guys are? interested in i know the the last trailer for ghostbusters has come out another trailer for dune has come out and that's all the two that have run across my radar i know there's one that's chris with chris pratt pratt that i vaguely want to see um no there's no movies that i'm excited about yeah i mean I, i'll tell you what i i and fuck i hate fanboying out on this shit because it seems kind of kind of like like like, oh, you still watch that shit? But, man, the, the the new Marvel Phase 4 stuff. I See, here's the thing. I'm more excited about Marvel stuff these days than I was about the original thing. Because in the beginning, even though they did have a plan, the, the fully fleshed out, like, it was like they come up with one thing, and then once they're done with it, they come up with the next thing. It's like now, ever since uh, the, the, the last little batch of movies, they've known where the next couple of phases are going to go well before they've made anything. No, we're, we're all digesting oh. what you just said. Oh. I'm no, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I actually, it's a I, low energy show tonight. I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate their, their storytelling and the way they're doing it. I'm just missing Non superhero. I'm missing diff something I different, and, and I'm kind I of get turned you. up. If I, I agree that that I want superhero movies to keep going forever, comic book movies, all of that shit. You know, because comic books out, and you can keep forever and and introduce new characters. They're doing sort of like that what if show and all of that stuff, but not at the expense of like the the, the the Shawshanks of the world and and the Schindler's List and, and all those great movies that, hey man, that's just what's out this week. You know, you don't have a thousand things to choose from, so you're going to watch it, even though you might not have otherwise picked it out of a, a lineup, you watch it and it becomes like your, your favorite thing. I would have not watched fucking Schindler's List had Iron Man 2 was coming out that same week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like it just, I wouldn't have seen it. But now... If I meet somebody who has not seen Schindler's List, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, they teach it in schools, for Christ's sake. You need to watch that movie. I mean, I'll be honest. I would be happy if they made some content off of D&D, since there's such great storytelling and, and stuff off of that. Or maybe make now, it... Maybe. Thing about thing about D&D, though, is it's way too user-specific. My version of D&D might not be your version or my parents' ver My parents never played D&D. My uncle's version or, <laughs> you know, the nerd down the street. You could. It's, there's... it's way too open-ended. I mean, yeah, you can do little things, like, but I'm not holding on a lot of hope for the movie. You know? Well, you could do like Neverwinter Nights and R.A. Silvadori or Silvadali, however you say his name, with the, the, the Icewind Dale trilogy. There's, there's, there's stuff that way or really hard-hitting dramas or like hearted sci-fi just something that that's that, like you said that's just different i'm just so burnt out with with all their with all I the do you think these marvel 
Marvel movies and how good they become and, and people's uh, uh, willingness to, to keep watching these forever is going to make room for a lot of that stuff. Yeah, I'm 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 hoping so because I if if I'm burned out I'm burned out I can't be the only person who's ready for the next in line. Uh, there's something else. <clears throat> you know, not not that this is real flicks reviews, but uh, <laughs> which we seem to around bounce whatever here. Yeah, Rob, I guess so. so. Just it just keeps this. going. But uh, what you know, you talk about movies and things that I really miss is I, I like good sci-fi, and. It, there seems to be a major lacking of decent sci-fi uh, in, 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 as far as major releases goes. Uh, you know, television has done f okay job with things like Discovery and... and uh, I don't think hard-edge sci-fi like The Expanse will do good in the theater anymore. I, I, oh, I, no, I, I couldn't see The Expanse doing it. Yeah, that, but would, I, that would I, be terrible. You see, I, I just don't think like the days of But I don't necessarily mean it has to be like the uh, well, expanse, mean, but But that that's hard edge sci fi. Well, that is that is that is within I didn't say hard edge. I just mean decent quality mm -hmm. sci fi. Name a name a decent quality movie that came out that's not this rehashed, overdone Well and that's the other problem. We've talked about it too, is that there's so many prequels and sequels and you know, you name it equals. It's just it gets to be ridiculous after a while. And and that is the problem with trying to create new content. I don't care what it is. I mean, you know, the movies that you've already announced are all basically, you know, sequels or parkles or whatever you want to call them, locals. I also think <laughs> the, the other thing for me is I just don't know if I like part of the modern storytelling device is everything has to be relying over, over, being over dramatic or, you know, instead of a really good story, they have to ramp up the drama for lack of details and except, uh, what, uh, Game of Thrones was really dramatic, but actually had fairly in-depth background, which well, a lot of movies you never watched a lot it. of the drama, but don't, don't just put a bunch of spectacle in my face and, and decide you can leave the drama out. Yeah. I, I just want something that's balanced. Like I've watched, I've watched episodes of Game of Thrones. I haven't watched the whole thing. And I was impressed because you can get in, well, you don't know everything, but off the bat, but you can watch the episode, get an idea of what's happening. And, you can tell there's some depth here, but a lot of sci-fi I've seen minus a few within the last decade is just kind of, eh, like the last one I remember seeing that I actually thought did a pretty good job of not being super deep, but not being super shallow was like the edge of tomorrow with Tom Cruise. It's like, damn, they did a really good job handling that movie or Looper. I really liked Looper was fantastic. That was an underrated damn movie right there. It's like, why, why can't you guys come out with movies that, that live within its own universe that's close to, like, my preferred genre, but actually good instead of being, um, oh, was it uh, Ali the Aliens Take Los Angeles or whatever it was? Yeah, right. Yeah. And with Aaron Eckhart. I think those movies are coming out because the thing about it is, I mean, you know, District 9 from, from back when, uh, whether you like the movie or not, I've heard mixed opinions on it, that movie could have been made well, it was shot on a red camera, which is incredibly inexpensive when you're talking about film cameras. Um, and I mean, cinema cameras, that's not film specifically. Uh, it's a digital camera. But it was shot on a, on a red, which is inexpensive. I, I mean, you know, like base models cost, I want to say like 15 grand, or at least they did at the time. Um, get a bunch of accessories and things like that for them, depending on what you're doing. 
the editing software you can you can download right now. Not very expensive. Hell, you can use Adobe uh, Premiere. If you have the time and the skill, you can you can do it. You know that's the thing. Is, I mean, some of these things are, are based models on modern computers. Um, perfect editing software that just requires your skill. So these movies are being made, but they're not being talked about because we're not we're not seeing the same shit. I know I keep harping on the same thing, but uh, I miss being able to go to work and know that like my buddies at least saw one of the three things that was on TV last night. This is yeah. why, this is why I miss um, Blockbuster and and Hollywood Video and your mom and pop yeah. shops. You got to, I miss being I miss being and I miss talking to the movie geeks. It's like, oh, dude, you got to check out this uh, Neil Blancock District Nine movie. It's effing amazing. You know, I, I miss that, and you don't get that. I think that's part of the stuff. The other thing is that we've said before in air. It's there's no barrier to entry now when watching movies. It's like, no, I don't want to watch this. So I'll, you know, I'll watch the first 20 minutes. It's trap shit. Let's go to the next one. When I was a kid, you rented a movie. You were going to watch the damn movie. Cause that was $4 and 20 damn thing. Cause that was $4. And I, I mean, James and I have gone through many a war of attrition with, with different movies of just like, you know what? I'm going to suck <laughs> this up because we just rented it. Or we just yep. hate to go see it in a theater. Like we're fucking, we're watching credits. Damn it! It's like yeah, like if you read it a movie, like you know, like oh, this is this is a five dollar movie. I'm not going to say no to this unless it was just utter right. crap. And I've I've sat through trauma movies because I paid five dollars for them. So I, I'm, um, so I miss that. I just I miss that a lot. And maybe it's just because it's our age showing. Yeah. It used yeah. to feel like like you you did some work, you put in some effort when you found some cult thing. You know, when you were part of a cult following, yeah. it was almost annoying when the mainstream got a hold of it. But now in cult, it doesn't feel fucking special anymore. Like, yeah. oh, you you watch this show that no one's ever joined the fucking club. It's like, you know, no, I think you're right. It's like being a music geek. It's being like one of the, the few people who listen to some rare, obscure band and you were a member of this, right. like the snobby music, like the old guy understands from his youth about really being into this, this music that nobody else is. And this is the reason why it's amazing. I, I miss that. Instead, it's just, I don't know. And, and it's and online being that way sucks because you're missing that, that fervor, that passion in text makes you a dick. <laughs> yeah. And, and instead of, you know, instead of seeing this person, how excited they are that this cut is like this because of this and this and this, you know, I don't know. I just, I miss that a lot. And Netflix to me just doesn't do it. Amazon prime. None of these things bring back the, the fun of a Friday night movie going to the, the local mom and pop shop and scouring the video wall or the archives for something that just, you know, that's, Screaming your name like that box in Pulp Fiction. Well, you know, it's not going to go back. Oh, no, it never will. It's just won't. It's over. But uh, the times are gone. I do think there is one feature I've wanted to try and I've never done is that watch with me feature on, I think Netflix has it. My Plex server has it where you, you find something and you, you, you hit it and say, hey, do you want to watch this with me? And this person could be on the other side of the world. I think that's the only time that might bring that experience back is when you and your friends, whether you're together or, or separate, choose to watch something at the same time. You know, the other problem with that, though, is try to find two or three hours of time where you can actually sit down and watch 
a, a full movie these oh, days. Oh yeah, get, right? get adults together for anything, man. That's hurting cats. That, that's but, I've I've, but, I've got a four year old. I can't do that. Or pause it or, and leave the room. Does it pause it for the other person as well? Probably. I don't know. I've never done it. So the only thing it's like you'd have to set rules. If you have to take a leak, you're missing that. <laughs> You're going to have to set some Just like if you're in the movie theaters, right? Exactly. No right, pausing. So you missed no, that part. You know, if you've got to get snacks. Oh, did you see that beer. part? No, I went to the bathroom. Damn, you missed the best part of the movie. Yeah. I think that's um, <laughs> I think that's what you're going to have to do. you got to set ground rules to the game. Yeah. When when you come back out of the bathroom and you look at the people on the couch and you're like, what did I miss? And they're just wide-eyed looking at you like, bro, you missed a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you were talking about music you know, about stuff that you were uh, snobs about you know on certain things one of the one of those bands that just is in my mind was uh deep purple they just got introduced to the rockwell hall, hall of yeah, fame deep purple deep i saw purple. deep purple live man that was a goddamn good show <laughs> yeah well you know it was not one of those mainstream bands that uh it, oh man i always dug deep purple um, well, my dad had one of the, a couple of their albums, so sure. know, I was I was just a. Uh, it was like quote one of the things I grew up with. Just I grew up stealing all my dad's shit. Fucking James would see my my dad's. Uh, well, at the time it was a CD collection. Yeah, it was pretty extensive. That was that's yeah, we're, was. we're uh we're over time, but the one of the and that's John's fault. I want to end it with this, and you guys can carry on if you want. Is <laughs> The, no. Well, the thing that amazes me now is you're watching YouTube and you you see people who are discovering music. I just watched uh, uh, what was a guy who was in the rap listening to ZZ Top, and it was like oh, man, it I was love a, all of those. it was like literally it was their biggest hit type of thing, and it's like how do you not know of them? And I realized, wait a minute, either it just wasn't in their bailiwick, or they didn't grow up with a family member who was just into music, didn't care. And so it's kind of cool, like seeing people just dig something. Or I watched another guy listen to ACDC's um, one of their songs for the first time, and it's just I don't know it's just it's yeah. amazing that I love about that. watching the uh, people who were like super into hip hop uh, react to like um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Righteous Brothers. Yes, oh like sure. Melody. And, yeah. yeah, that one's fun. I, yeah. I I have yet to see one listen to like Pantera though. That's that's one. I'm, I'm chasing. I want to find some guys listening to hardcore death metal. Not that <laughs> Pantera is hardcore death metal, but <laughs> yes, you I have listened to some Slayer. Yeah, Slayer. That would be awesome. So apparently, the old guy has to go to bed. You I'm know, just trying to help remind you. You're the one to run. You know, we need to wrap the show up. We yeah. run over an hour. It's like we're lucky to get people listening for ten minutes. Oh, they, they, they stopped listening as soon as we said, welcome to Real Fix Reviews. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the California Pariah, the fat man, the old guy, and our special guest, Ryan Preston, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.